There's no escape. My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest. Right, another name you might know me by. Star. My name is Oliver Queen. You'll be hearing from us. From the strategic homeland. Just call us Shield. Beware my power. Green Lantern's light. And here we go. Excelsior! Yes, episode, what are we on? Uh, 55? I think we are 55. Is it 55? 55 of Geek Show Radio. I am Big Rich. Across the uh, table from me is my uh, cohort in crime and fellow in human. Or should we just say mutant? I guess we should say mutant from the way that we're feeling right now. Yes, yeah. we are 55. Okay. I just, just double checking. <laughs> we're so middle-aged right I know. now. We can't even remember what number we're I know, on. I know. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah. That is very bad. But I am Big Rich. That is BJ over there. And uh, if you're watching the live stream on YouTube, um, we are uh, Geek Show Radio. We are a geek podcast about pop culture, TV, comic books, movies, all that kind of stuff. And we do it right here from my little Geek Cave studio. And uh, if you're finding us on YouTube or wherever you're finding us, you can also find us on other places. If you knock the microphone. Yeah, if you knock the microphone. (laughs) iTunes, iHeartRadio. Um, yeah, Heart Radio app, I should say. Uh, Podcastpedia, Blueberry. We're kind of yeah, we're all yeah, over. we're kind of all over. You the can time. find us. You just have to seek us out. Yes, that's all. We're on Twitter. We're yeah. on Facebook. Geek Show Radio. Look for Geek Show Radio. Geek Show Radio. Geek Show Radio. <laughs> Geek Show Radio. There you go. Branding. Branding. <laughs> I, th- I think they'll remember us now. Um, speaking of comic books, you know that I've kind of not been i i stopped reading like the monthlies yes um, you know i've mostly just been reading yeah. the collections as they come out and stuff like that yeah now. um but i was down in the city uh the wife and i were celebrating our fifth anniversary oh, yes you went to midtown didn't yes, you? yes we i did i went to midtown comics i had to go i had to go to midtown comics yeah. while i was down there it was it was literally a 10 minute walk from our hotel oh wow so how could i not you cannot right you, you cannot you cannot go to the city be 10 minutes away and not go exactly did did vera like was Vera okay with this? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah. She was like totally, she's like, do you want to go to this comic book shop? And I said, yeah, I do. And she's like, all right, well, let's do it on the way to the train station. She's so, a keeper. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> After five, <laughs> five years of marriage. She's and, a keeper, dude. <laughs> and more. So, uh, yeah, I went in and um, I knew that they had just uh, released a new Mace Windu comic for the Star Wars comics that yeah. Marvel is doing. So I wanted to pick that up and I read that. And that is really cool because yeah. Mace Windu is an awesome character. Yes. Um, you know, very underutilized in the movies, um, really well utilized in the Clone Wars TV show. Um, and this uh this 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 uh this comic book is is a good representation of that. I never understood why they underutilized Samuel F. And Jackson. I know, I, I know. I mean, come on. But he but he was underutilized in the movie. He so was. His best his best performances were the end of episode two yep. during the Clone Wars, and yep. then episode three for part for parts of it. Yes. Um. So yeah. But yeah, I I picked that up and I, I'm reading that. So I'm getting back into that. I'll do one. I'll do one issue mm-hmm. that I can pick up once a month. Spend the four bucks on. Right. And uh, but, comics are getting expensive. Well, comics are expensive, and I just can't. I can't do the crossover stuff. I just yeah. I can't anymore. It's too much. Like I can't be reading an Avengers comic that, that I need to pick up Uncanny Avengers and X Men this and Spider Man and Iron Man in order to continue my one story. Right. Because that turns into a, an awful lot of stuff. Yeah. Now, just to, just to kind of get into the part of 
part of comics that I was into before, the collecting. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of wondering now, with the higher cost of the titles, uh, is it worth the return that you're getting mm -hmm. for that? I think you'd have to get a real, like something like a, a really uh, nice variant cover in order for it to be worth anything. They're so mass yeah. produced at this point. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, if you're spending that kind of money on an issue, mm -hmm. I'm concerned that the you know the you know the the value of that comic going up is not going to be as much because they are mass printing it. Yeah, it's. I mean. Well, I mean, over the course of time, though, I would figure that your return on it would be a lot better because, I mean, when I had Spider-Man 300 mm -hmm. and I went to the Albany Comic-Con a couple years ago and I saw it and it was like, you know, 200-something bucks. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Right. And, and I don't even know if that was a if there was a variant cover. I don't remember, you know, which well, particular those are... cover it was. I mean, I, I, think yeah. I had the one that had, you know, the 300 in, in white writing all over the place. I mean, Tom McFarlane. Yep, yep. Okay. So, well, ones like that are definitely th those are worth something. Well, yeah, I mean, you know? I would say it's 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 a milestone comic. Milestone, it's, yeah, the milestone know. issues like the you know, depending on what it is, the number ones. I mean, yeah. there's so these days they're they're constantly relaunching yeah. at number 1, so it's really hard to to pinpoint what a good number 1 would be to have in your collection at this point. I know. Point, but... I mean, I used to have the I used to have the 10 issue uh, you know the ten issue uh, limited uh, series for Speedball, Steve yeah. Ditko's character. I mean, and Steve Ditko drew the first few issues, and I had those, mm -hmm. you know, first runs. So um, sadly, I lost them. I don't even. I never even looked up to see how much any of that. I think it's too depressing well, to look. I was going to say I wouldn't do that to yourself, man. I know that's. It's like you want to actively go out and watch a car crash and be depressed. <laughs> no, exactly. So no. don't do that to yourself. I shouldn't. I know. I should. Just, just, just face the facts. Yeah, they're gone. You're better off not uh, knowing. <laughs> oh man, I just, I, I just, I love the. I, I took a lot of time. And, I know. And and put a lot of love into the that collection, man. Well, it was like when I found my uh, it was like when I found all my old baseball cards that I thought were gone, and then yeah. my mom was like cleaning out something before she was moving, and she's like, "Oh, I found this binder, by the way," and I was just like, "What?" It's like uh, with my Star yeah. Wars cards. I I was getting ready to move down to Albany from from Gloversville. Yeah. And, Opened up a big bag that was in. I was like, "Holy crap! There's a bunch of Star Wars cards." Right? In here. Yeah, you found them. So, so maybe was, one day. Maybe was, one day, Rich. Yeah, maybe someday. I was quite happy though. <laughs> um, speaking of Star Wars, we've got the yeah. next trailer, the first real trailer, because the first one was just a teaser. Yes. Uh, so we've got the first real trailer for the Last Jedi has come out. Um, I really, really liked it. Yep. Um, I, I even made my wallpaper the movie poster. Oh, the movie poster is great. The movie poster is awesome. It's so well done. Yes. Um, it is. It is really, really good. Um, but I think that there was a whole ton of misdirection in that trailer because I think they want you to be confused. I think. Yes. They, I think they want you to to question things. Oh yes. Um, I don't believe a single thing that I saw in that trailer is going to be coming to fruition as to how they wanted how they made it seem play out. Exactly. You know I, what I mean? I agree totally. I don't think what we saw was I mean cuz they're not going to give away the whole plot no in the trailer like some others have done. Even, you know, even the director, uh, Ryan, well, I can't remember Ryan. Oh uh, yeah. Johnson? Ryan Johnson. Ryan yeah. Johnson has even said himself 
don't watch this trailer mm-hmm. if you're worried about spoilers. But watch this trailer. It's I, it's it's like it's like I'm not saying I'm just saying they're just too smart. They're just too smart to put out something that would be spoilery. They're not going to go all DC on right. us and throw Doomsday at us. Yeah. I mean that was one of the biggest trailer mistakes. Oh God. of the last probably twenty years. Yeah. Um, this one, I think it was good. It was a lot of misdirection. It was a lot of everything you wanted to see. You know, you got to see Kylo Ren wrestling yeah. with his emotions, uh, Ray training, Luke being all crazy, Hermit Luke, yeah. you know, shots of Leia and what is going on with her, uh, John Boyega, mm-hmm. like the whole, like, you know, we got to see everything. Just about. Um, just about. Now, what do you, what do you think? Cause we got to see a first look, real look at Snoke too. That wasn't a hologram. Right. Um, so wh- there are so many theories online. I was reading an article on Screen Rant are, are the other day. Still, are we still on this? Who is oh, Snoke yeah. thing? Oh, well, yeah. People want to know, man. And I was reading a whole bunch of stuff. Like, obviously, it's all out there. Some people believe that it's, Anakin had a twin brother. It's a new character. They, right, they, right. They, they've said this, right. people. This is like the whole... This is like, take a theorist theory, uh, conspiracy <laughs> theory, and freaking debunk yeah. it 20 times over. Did you see that one theory? Answered. Where they think it's the one youngling from episode three who asks, uh, there, who says to Master Anakin, Skywalker, there's too many of them. What should we do? Yeah. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> I was like, it's not that kid. Oh, for a could you Could you imagine if they did that? They have to, at some point, though, they, they do have to retcon him in. And one of the biggest theories that I like that doesn't make sense to me, because this person does not suddenly develop an English accent over right. time, is that they believe that it could be Ezra from Star Wars Rebels. Like, they're going to have Ezra go dark side and he becomes Snoke. But Ezra never had an accent like that. Oh That's what I'm saying. God. Like, somebody, you just don't develop an English accent for no reason. So uh, that doesn't, so that, that to he me. suddenly did not is, go tea and crumpets. Right, yeah. So that, to me, is totally, that's done. That's oh, done. Geez. There's nothing else that can be said about why, that. Why are you doing this to everybody? Right. Why are you people doing this? It'll be cool if it is somebody that they retcon in that may have been lurking, and I'd be cool with that, but I don't want them to take like a big character. Yeah. Say, for instance, one of the other theories is that it's, it's Snoke is Boba Fett. Um, I don't want that. Why would I want that? Well, number one, how would, how would Boba Fett... Boba Fett was never Force-sensitive. Well, they're so. saying that Snoke isn't Force-sensitive right now. They're saying that he's just using people who are in order to further his agenda. Huh. That's what I was reading. So. Hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, not, I'm not I, sure. I mean, they... I, no, no. It can't be because he's an original... He's a new character. New N-E-W, yeah. new. I don't know how to phonetically, I know how to phonetically, November, Echo, Whiskey, Yeah. new. He is not, he is not this person, that person, anybody. He is not Ben Kenobi's second cousin I on know. his mother's father's nephew's side. But what, what if it's Owen Lars? <laughs> oh, for, get out of the studio now. <laughs> He survived, and he's angry. (laughs) Yeah, no. I don't know, man. I hope that it is a new character that somehow... uh, They just need to explain how he's so involved and how these people know him and being seduced by Snoke. I honestly think that he was somebody who was probably part of the New Republic that started after 
Return of the Jedi. Right. And eventually just didn't go dark side, but is evil and is using, you know, people who he can manipulate right. into doing what he wants to do. Well, I mean, we're going to we're going to get more. I think there's a lot of prophecy stuff yeah, that's going to come we're, up. We're going to get more info. Yeah. When the movie comes out. But I mean, I think what we got stop with the thing. Well, one of the things we did get that I do like is the fact that Luke acknowledging that that Kylo Ren is very powerful. Yes. Um, he's just untapped. And I think, um, and Rey is just as powerful, if not more powerful. Yeah. Um, she just needs a lesson. And we saw that. And he's scared He's scared of that ability with the Force. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. He's, he's, a, he's a little gun shy. Yeah. With trying to do this again because, he, you know, he feels bad that, that you know, Ben and Yoda failed mm -hmm. with his father. And he's worried about, repeating the same mistakes that happened with his dad yep. with somebody else and just causing a whole new big issue. Well, there's like, I, I mean, there's so much misdirection in the trailer. It has you honestly thinking that, oh, well, maybe. Well, what if what if Luke or Leia went dark side? What if one of them went dark side? Which, you know, Luke's not going dark side. I don't, no. Not happening. No. But what a crazy twist it would be if Leia had gone to the dark side. That would be a twist. That yeah. would be something that I would see, like that would be pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, I just, I really, there's, I just want to know. I just want to know who Ray's parents are, why she's so important. Because at this point, there's no way that it's Han and Leia, and that's what people were thinking for yeah, a long time. That's no chance. Yeah. There's no way um, there. But they know who she is. They know who she is. You know what I mean? I, I when, when. When, or at least Snoke saw her, or Kylo Ren in the in, in Force Awakens, when they say we brought her on board with a girl, and he turns around and says, "What girl?" You know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody is aware of 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 who she might be. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think we that needs to be answered in this film. I can't wait until yeah, episode nine. I think I think we're gonna. I'm hoping we'll get that answer. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I've ever ever since Force Awakens. I mean, that's that's been one of the big questions as well. Right. Aside from who is Snoke, he's a new character. Mm -hmm. Look at my face, people. I think that they will they will have to somehow yeah. retcon him in though. They, they will, will have to retcon him in. But they will. It can't be a yeah. You know, it just it can't be. It can't. Yeah. And then with Ray's with Ray's parentage, mm -hmm. is she another virgin in the Force? Is she got a mommy and daddy, or is it just a mommy? I mean, right. Yeah, so I'm leaning towards there's a mommy and daddy well, wasn't somewhere. It in the Star Wars um, expanded universe or legend, whatever the heck they're calling it now, um, what well, didn't it come to fruit like that there was a thing where um, uh, Shmi Skywalker, um, Anakin was born of immaculate, like by the Force, like yeah. he was born because Darth Plagueis was playing around with life yeah, and death, the force, right? Yeah. Okay, so that's how that came to be, and they said that there was uh, that there could have been another baby born because of that, and I was like, but how? N no, I don't, I don't think so. No, because there, no, no, no. Right. No, it doesn't make any it sense. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I think we just need to sit back, relax, yeah, and enjoy these movies that they have let's, been writing for us. Let's just suspend the disbelief, folks, and enjoy the ride. Yeah, I agree.
I think we're getting a little too much into general hospital territory. Well, and we have, I mean, we did a pretty decent job of of kind of predicting how Force Awakens would go. We yeah. kind of knew the involvement of everybody, but I think that that was expected. Yeah. That was that was really who you're going to do. You have to have the antagonist, you have to have the protagonist, yeah. you have to have the fun people on the side right. and everything like right. that. Um, you know, I think the biggest I think the biggest twist in it is the fact that you had Kylo Ren kill his father Han Solo yeah um in a moment where you thought maybe he was going to hand the lightsaber to him and oh and abandon the dark side right instead he says thank you I couldn't have done this without you and then he puts it through him and bye-bye Han yeah there was a there was um there was a video that broke down the trailer and I forgot which they were talking about a novel or one of the comic books that basically said that event that Kylo thought would basically bring him closer to the dark side. Yeah. Take him where he wants to go. Purge these feelings that he's feeling. Yeah. Come to find out just made him more just made him more confused. because He killed his father. So there's still that. So I think when we see in the trailer, Kylo kind of hesitating with. Uh, pull, you know, pushing the trigger on his uh, Tie Fighter, yeah, to 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 shoot at his mom. To basically, what we're seeing, we think he's gonna kill his mom. Right, he's in a position to kill his mom. I, th- I th- we're gonna see a lot more of that emotional distress. Obviously, mm-hmm. it seems he's not gotten over that stuff. Um, I'm just hoping it's not whiny emo Kylo that we got last. I don't think movie so because you know. The memes, I mean, the memes we got out of it were great. Yeah, yeah. You know, but let's, I, I, I don't want to see Emo Kylo anymore. He's ditched the helmet, which yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. That, I never understood that, you know. Well, I think that I was just. I want to be like Grandpa. Yeah, I think that was just him being obsessed with Darth Vader. Yeah. And, and the darkness that that represented. Being a groupie. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I think the biggest misdirection came at the end, though, when Ray says, I need somebody to show me the, my place. Oh, yeah, all the outstretched this. hand right? and all that. Like, the clearly, to me, though, when I'm watching that, is two different scenes. Right. It has to be two different it scenes. It is. It's it, The lighting does not look right. Right. I mean, they're both lit from the left side, but there's just way too much. It's It's just, yeah, there's just too, it's way too bright. Yeah. With Kylo compared to to Ray. Mm-hmm. So there's obviously a big fire going on on one side. Yeah. But on the other, it, it's it's gotta be Ray on on the island with Luke. Yeah. Surrounded by porgs. Oh yeah. Totally agree. So I don't yeah, I don't think that that's that's one definite misdirection that they're throwing at us. Um I've also seen I don't I'm sure you've seen it as well or heard a lot of people complaining that we're starting to see a lot of things that we saw in Empire Strikes Back in regards to that trailer with, you know, it looks like they kind of, the, the people are trying to guess the story mm-hmm. and because we're seeing, you know, the big door like at Echo Base on Hoth. Uh, we're seeing a planet that's white and we got white, you know, white foxes and that kind of stuff. So kind of snowy. And then we're seeing walkers. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. You know, so, but I mean, they're saying that that planet, I can't remember the the name of the planet that they're on, is an old rebel base anyway. Mm -hmm. So those kinds of things are going to be there. So there is that kind of comparison. My concern, though, is, I mean, 
I, I, I do have a little nagging thing in the back of my head, you know, asking, are they right? Like, I hope, I mean, on, obviously there were very big comparisons to yeah. A New Hope when it came to The Force Awakens and, right. you know, rehashing old ideas and everything. Um, but I think that was almost deliberate. I think that was on purpose almost to show yeah, that I, I, I re- history repeats itself. I, I remember something somewhere, JJ or somebody said, yeah, we, we kind of pulled from that just to show... You know, to basically give the fans something, the new fans and the old fans kind of something to to latch on to. And I'm I'm thinking to myself, well, I mean, you know, it, you probably would have been better off just starting from, you know, just kind of keeping it going without kind of yeah. rehashing a new hope. I mean, because honestly, I mean, to me, Force Awakens is not as good as what I wanted it to be. No, the hype was too was was too much. We had too much anticipation. We had yeah. Too many things that we wanted to see that yeah. we didn't get to see. Like, and as fans, obviously, like you know, we, we can't write it, we can't produce it, and right. everything like that. Um, that and that's what's that's what's wrong with this day and age. Like, we should just be able to go to a movie and enjoy it without having all these expectations. I, I think, I think, yeah, I think the internet basically has kind of ruined it mm-hmm. to a, an extent for all of us. Well, because you start reading the theories, yeah, you know what I mean, and then you want them and to be true. It, yeah, it's it's basically, I mean. Conversations like you and me just kind of speculating, yeah, based on what we think, yeah, is, is you know is cool, and you know, and you got you know Joe and Fred doing the same thing, and and Tom and Harry doing something mm-hmm. somewhere else. But now you're basically getting all those guys, and they're getting together in big chat groups and Facebook groups and everything else, right? Signal and 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 you know text messaging and iMessage and all that kind of stuff, and. It's just the theories are flying fast and furious, and everybody's got their own thing, and they're just throwing it out there. It's like one big bullion base of conspiracy, and right. And then, and then you have uh, like places that are that are publishing it. Yes, like uh, as, one theory says, and it's like uh, you know you have, and it's like it's theories. It's, it's, it's all theories. It's a double-edged sword in regards to that. Geeks like us are getting the content we really love and we enjoy and we want, mm-hmm. and. You know the 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 rest of the media is yeah. basically catering to us because we're basically right now, for lack of a better term, we're the alpha geeks. Yeah. In the entertainment industry, they're making money off of comic books and sci-fi. Right. Whereas you know back in the day, like in the '90s, movies like Philadelphia with Tom <laughs> Hanks was making big money. Right. And winning the Oscars and all that. Now you're starting to see. I mean. The fact that Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. won an Oscar for Best Picture, yeah, that says that's a big deal, right? I mean, that's bigger than most, you know, most probably average moviegoers would think. I mean, oh, okay, The Hobbit's won, great, well, all right. Well, The Hobbit well, didn't win. Well, yeah, what was the movie about? I don't right. get it. Well, um, um, yeah, it's that that just goes to show that it doesn't have to be like this big that that it can be a good story. Yeah. I, I think you know take away the genre yeah I, I think we're I think we're just we're just over we're being the media is just oversaturizing everything with this stuff and we're all just getting uh, this information overload it's it's the same story with the internet I mean mm-hmm. you got people that are addicted to you know to their smartphones and I admit I I, I look at this thing oh yeah you know 40, 50 times a day. All the time. Even at work, you mm-hmm. know? I go to the bathroom and I'm I'm 
I don't take a newspaper. I take my phone. Right. I mean. That's what Twitter's for. It's gross. Yeah. But I wash <laughs> my hands. Come on. But not my, your phone. And my phone's water resistant. So <laughs> I'm not. Too, they make wipes. Yeah. You know. Still. Um, I, I think it's just. Everything is just coming at us too much. And we're just. And then we're getting. And, and this is why we're getting weird ass theories about Snoke. About who he is. And, yeah. You know. Even though we've already been told what he is. And it's, you know... Just, it's just people don't want to believe. They hear what they want to hear. Ex- exactly. Kind of like husbands. Exactly. Yeah. Selective. Selective male hearing. Yeah. Because predominantly geeks are male. Mm-hmm. Sadly. We, you know what? We do need more female geeks. <laughs> yes. To keep us in line. Please, fathers, encourage your daughters. <laughs> get into Star Wars. Yes. Please, we need more female geeks yeah. in the community exactly we got to teach them right raise them right i'm trying to raise my daughter right um but overall you enjoyed the trailer i did enjoy the trailer yes, yes i did too uh, i am i am looking for i'm not i didn't like squeal and geek out like a lot of the reaction videos well, well there wasn't a lot of squealy geek out moments in it yeah. because you know you had that in the first one where we got to see the millennium falcon for the first time in right so many years exactly um but but I mean yeah you I mean you saw but I was watching I was watching Star Wars show which is Lucasfilm's uh, uh, Star Wars podcast on YouTube yeah. um, and they basically took a montage of uh, reaction videos and threw them together and I mean some of the people I mean there was this one guy he looked like he could freaking rip apart a house by his help by himself mm-hmm. and he's just like oh you know all literally yeah like pitch went way up like somebody nailed him you know in in the in the fun bits i mean i was excited i mean i was excited i was excited to the point where i bought my tickets already so i, I haven't yet I'm, oh. I'm going to see you're going I'm going to you're going day of though i'm going um i'm going that saturday i'm going at like noon I'm, on I'm, saturday i'm going to the uh quote unquote midnight show right which it's... is 10 p.m right <laughs> basically on thursday night yeah um I I think a lot of theaters are doing that now just because midnight is kind of mm-hmm. so. But. All right. Well, you can't text me until like Saturday at like 4 p.m. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll just text you. I'll just text you my face. I'm ignoring I'll be, I'll be like, every text message. You know, so I'm ignoring them. I'm just going to see that it came up. I'm just going to leave it there until gonna, Saturday at 4. He's going to put his phone in D&D. Do not yeah. disturb. Right. <laughs> Vera's going to wonder, why can't I get a hold of my husband? Yeah. You know? All right. So I think, well, I think we've said what we need to say about that. Yes. So let's move on to, uh, uh, in my opinion, slightly more disappointing things, and that would be Marvel's Inhumans. Um, what What are you feeling? Tell me how you're feeling about it first. Okay. Well, the first episode, um, I honestly thought that the critics were a little harsh on it. I would agree with that. I, I don't think it was as bad as they said it was. But then again, my prevailing theory on all TV shows yeah. is that the first season is never what you expect it to be simply because you got to establish your characters, you got to get the people interested, you got you got all this groundwork that you have to lay down. You can't just jump in. It's not like it's not like Spider-Man Homecoming you know, where we've had three different reboots, three or four different reboots. Mm-hmm. We don't need the origin story. We can just jump in. Everybody knows who Aunt May is. Everybody knows who Peter Parker is. Everybody yep. knows Tony Stark from the, you know, you don't have to do all that crap. 
within humans, you kind of have to do that because they are not one of the more popular Marvel characters. I mm-hmm. mean, they, they, let's face it, you barely saw them. And, and then, if they had... And they are shoving them down our throats at this point exactly. right now. In, in, the, in the comics, with the TV That's shows. Be- because they don't have the, the rights to X-Men... And the mutants on television. Fox right. has that. Yeah. And Fox is trying to run with that. And Marvel. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. Marvel would love to have that back. Better yep. yet, I'm sure they would love to be able to do a co-op like they did with Sony and Spider-Man. Yeah. Because it obviously can work. Spider-Man made money. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Everybody was raving about Tom Holland. He did an awesome job. He, I mean, Marvel basically knocked it out of the park. It was the first Spider-Man movie I really, really enjoyed. See, they needed they needed Spider-Man more for the MCU than they need the X-Men at this point, though. Yeah, because, I mean, so. the, the X-Men have always been their own separate kind of thing. And it should be, because it makes no sense to me. And I really, I think about this a lot, more than I should, because yeah. it doesn't matter. But, like, you have a team of heroes like the Avengers who are praised for their abilities and saving the day. And then at the same time, you have the X-Men who are doing the same thing, saving the world, who are persecuted for being different. They should exist on their own completely because it's contradictory. Well, I think the thing, too, is, I mean, when you look at it, the, 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 you know, the Avengers are technically, if you, if you ever played the old Marvel RPG from TSR, they're what's are, what are called altered humans. They were normal humans right. that through either magic or science or something they were changed yeah. or, you know, except for Thor, who is technically an alien. Yeah, technically. Um, but the mutants were born with these abilities. They were born mutant. And 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 I, I, I mean, that's where I think the distinction they're trying to make is in that regard into, you know, people are more scared by people that are born with those kinds of abilities than compared to people that were human because it's kind of like, you know, like... Uh, uh, oh, I can't remember the doctor that that gave Captain America his powers. You know, you give a regular guy power, you know, that never had power before. Yeah, he understands the he, he understands the responsibility and what he's getting, and he respects it. Right. You give it power to a bully, they're just gonna go and keep doing what they were doing before. They're just gonna. Oh, I'm, I can do it better now. I can beat. Yeah. I can beat the crap out of people. Right. And that's what I think the thing is with mutants. People have that kind of thing with mutants because they were born with it. Whereas with somebody like Captain America, mm-hmm. they were given these powers by science. Gotcha. Or whatever. I think that's my thinking anyway. Mm-hmm. How else that works, I don't know. But getting circling back to the point in regards to being shoved down our throats within humans. Yeah. Kind of the same thing. They're kind of they're they're basically mutants. Basically, latent mutants. Right. They, they the Terrigen Mist basically is what activates their powers. Um, otherwise, they would be just normal. They would just be humans. Normal everyday human. Right. So, um, but this is. I mean, it, it it's 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 basically Marvel's way of shoehorning in mutants into mm-hmm. the MCU. We've all seen it. We all know it. Yeah. But, well, at least the TV universe. I don't. I don't think Inhumans are ever going to be in, part of the MCU. I, I. And at this point, thank God. Yeah, 
Based, um, I mean, based on what we're seeing here, yeah. We're I three mean, episodes in. This is more television. But then again, I mean, it's scaled down for television. I'm sure if Super they... Super scaled down. If they had more... Um, if they were going to... I mean, if they were still going to do the movies, mm-hmm. I think that would have... You know, I think the movies would have been what we were expecting because you could do a lot more. Okay. You know, you could do a lot more in a single two-hour movie than you can in an entire 24... 24- 24 episode, you know, 24 episode season of television. Yeah. Because of restraints and the time and all that kind of stuff. I mean, look how long it takes to make Star Wars. I know. You know, it takes years to get the, you know, the special effects and everything else together. Marvel, same thing. I mean. And when you look at the grand scheme of everything that they're doing, it's not even worth it for them to to take that much time on Inhumans when they already have so much other stuff that is developed. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I think they should have gone the Spider-Man route and basically said, you know, well, they should have, I mean, they should have done all the setup with the TV, which they've been doing with, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm -hmm. And then in the movies, that's where, you know, we basically come in and we say, all right, here's Black Bolt, everybody. Yep. Here's, you know, here's the rest of the Inhumans. Here's the kingdom. Here's everything going on. It would only take like one little brief explanation of like somebody that says like, you know, we've been studying this, this group of people. Yes. For this amount of time. uh, We know that they're among us. Blah, blah, blah. Done. Incorporate. Exactly. And then you can move forward with the story and the action and everything else and develop the universe. But this, MCU, this show so far for me, um, the opening credits, first of all, I can't stand them. I don't like them. They seem very, uh, I don't know. I just don't like the symbols and then the little cartoon lockjaw. Not a fan. It kind of reminds me of the animated Justice League cartoon back in the late 90s, early 2000s. Right, right. But I liked that opening. (laughs) But this opening is, I don't know, it just seems tacky. And, you know, a show that is supposed to have a semi-serious tone, that opening credits doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I think that the cast is good. I think that the people that are in it are doing the best that they can with what is given to them. But so far, man, I just I'm watching it. It's only eight episodes, so I'm gonna I'm gonna watch all of it. Yeah, and everything. But man, if I had gone and saw that first two episode two hour thing in an IMAX theater, yeah, God, I would have left disappointed. So disappointed. I think you know what you know what it is. I think it's. It's kind of well. It's hard for me to describe, but because I'm so conflicted on this, yeah, it it's just seems so clean to me. I Too mean, clean. Everything that we've seen up to now has been kind of a little bit of grit, a little bit yeah. of dirt, which is fine. That adds a little bit more realism to it. It's not like back in the you know '90s and early 2000s where we had Batman. You know, going back to his roots, and then you know, just you know, darker, grimmer, grittier mm-hmm. kind of stuff. It just it's it just seems so clean. It's bright. It's, it's very bright, bright and shiny. It's like an Apple store, and that which is not necessarily a bad thing. No, no, boss. you like you like that. Yeah, <laughs> boss. I'm not I'm not harshing on you, boss. Well, the the last um season of Shield and the uh, last season I'd say season and a half. Yeah, of Shield is when things got real good because that's when they went grittier. That's when they went darker, and they weren't afraid to play to not the kids. Right. Um. I think that they're playing it safe right now, and I, I don't, I don't love that. Um. It's I, I, just not. Yeah. I. I mean, it's it's just not. 
It was funny that when the trailer came out, there was a lot of criticism. Like, oh, the outfits don't look great. Medusa's hair looks fake. Well, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Because you, if you don't have to worry about making awesome CGI hair powers, if you cut it all off of her. Exactly. And that's what they did in the first episode as like her punishment when this coup happened and yeah. Maximus took over or whatever. They cut all of her hair off, sent her down to Earth. So now you got Karnak and Black Bolt, Medusa, um, Gorgon. Um, they're all on Earth and running around. It's only a matter of time before they're discovered, I, I would assume, yeah. by an organization. Well, they're kind of already based on from what I saw. Well, and, and people already know that Inhumans exist. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? It's not. They it's, just didn't know there was a whole colony of them living on the moon. Right. Doing it on purpose, living yeah. in secret. <laughs> yeah. So now it's like, you know, it, it's, you know, there's, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just, yeah. Yeah. I just don't... I, I don't know what to say. I'm not feeling it. Um, I don't... I mean, like I said, I'm going to watch it. Um, but so far, the storyline and everything in it, I just... Uh, I, I'm just I'm just not liking it. I'm just... There, there could be more. I, I think what I think a lot of people that are listening right now are probably taking away from the fact that we're stammering and we just can't put into words. I mean, we're, we're just not feeling it. It's just like honestly. so... And I don't want to say like... Yeah, I don't want to say that it's not a good show because it's not like it's just starting. It's just starting. So and this this could be yeah, this could be just you know getting started. Like yeah. I said, you know, you know, with my theory with first season, it yeah. just it's that getting started rut that almost every single show yeah. goes through. I mean, at this point in time, it is the same person who was the showrunner for Iron Fist. Yeah, and Iron Fist, of course, also took a whole mess of criticism. I'm starting to question maybe maybe this showrunner just kind of doesn't know what he should be doing with the material. Possibly. Um, but, I mean, that being said, I enjoyed Iron Fist. I enjoyed his involvement in The Defenders, too. Yeah. Um, but so far right now, I'm liking Inhumans. It's okay. I'm not watching just... it every... I'm not watching it on time. Right. I watch all my shows like that pretty much on time. Um, but I'm not watching this one. I'm catching up to it, like, maybe oh, a day before the new one is going to pop on like yeah. that's when i'm watching I'm, I'm i'm well that's always been my thing just because of my schedule and everything yeah. i i kind of have to time shift it in order to watch it so um but yeah i i mean i'm gonna watch it mm -hmm. uh, i'm gonna give it a, a good shot i mean like i said i didn't think the first episode was that bad yeah um it just seems like something that should you know it doesn't seem marvel caliber to me yeah you know what i mean like it seems this seems like a show that Almost like a, a DC movie? No, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> okay, that's bad. Yeah. Well, no, I see. I think that the DC movies might be better at this. Uh, Whoa. Better at this point. Um, Ouch. this seems like a sci-fi show, like on the Sci-Fi Channel, with like a lower budget. Maybe not the greatest writing team. That being said, no disrespect. The Sci-Fi Channel has put out some pretty good stuff. Oh yeah, the um, Expanse is good. Yeah. But that, but you know, you know what you're getting into. Yeah. Um. But like this is, it's Marvel. You're expecting a certain thing. Like me, I'm a Yankee fan. I expect a certain level of play. Right. You know, from from what that is. Okay. Exactly. When you don't get it, it's a little bit disappointing. Right now, this is just like, it's. it's I'd feel like saying it's less than average, less than average. That's so, how I'm gonna go with. So on a scale of one to ten, what do you give it? Um, a four. Wow. Okay. A four. I would probably have given it maybe like a five. Yeah. Maybe maybe a loose six. Mm. Maybe. I'm four right depending now. Depending on how, how drunk or boozed up I was. Yeah. Um, 
to turn the page, though, to another show that just premiered. Yep. Um, Fox's The Gifted, which I didn't even want to give the time of day to after I saw the trailer. Exact. Yes, I remember okay. that. And now we're here. We are talking before we went on. Yep. About how we are actually kind of getting into it. I'm kind of liking it. I really like The Gifted. I am liking. I do it. a lot. Yeah, I'm really liking it. I mean. Um, well, the, I think their biggest mistake was the trailer was deceiving. It made you think that it was about mutants, but it didn't have anybody that you could relate to in it. Like, right. okay, it's about these young mutants and whatever is going on. Okay. Right. Um, and after watching the show, you have familiar characters. You know, you've yep. got Polaris and Warpath and uh, Blink and all these characters that are not major players as right. far as the X Men universe go. Yeah. But they're 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 enough there where they can play with them. And they can give you a sense of it. I actually, in the first episode, I actually felt like I was reading a Chris Claremont X-Men comic. Almost, I, I kind of got that. You know feeling, what I'm saying? Yeah, I kind of got that feeling too. It was, I was, and that was all based on what you said, because I really hadn't seen much of the trailer. Yeah. Uh, of the trailers or, or any of the promos coming into this. Yeah. But I knew it was coming and I was like, all right, well, it's there. I'll watch it. I'll, I'll see what it's about. And I, I really, I, I'm like you. I got into it. It really grabbed me right from the beginning. It's good. You know, you've got an underground mutant resistance going on. What is interesting about this gifted world, what they keep referencing in the first two episodes is what we've gotten so yeah. far, is that the Brotherhood and the X-Men, something happened where they're, they're, they're missing. They're gone. They're missing. Right. Like the, nobody, yeah. nobody knows where the X-Men are. Nobody knows what happened to the Brotherhood. But there are now, like, when people do things as mutants, there's severe repercussions that happen in society. Right. So it's uh, it's kind of cool. Um, I, I really like it. You know, you have regular people that are experiencing mutant abilities that are having to seek out mutants now, and they're kind of on the run from the government. I... I, I really, really am. I am enjoying it. I am enjoying the Strucker family. Yep. Um, I, I'm a huge Amy Acker fan. Yes. I think she is fantastic in it. Um, you know, uh, Stephen Moyer from True Blood, uh, yep. he's doing a great job in his role, too. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the guy who's playing the main investigator, I think it's Corey Brooker, Corey something, whatever his yeah. name is. Uh, he's, he's fantastic as well. Yes. Um, so far, I'm very pleased with the gifted after two episodes and i am a hundred percent on board with it fox did it mm-hmm. they have do they're doing it really well right now and we're not getting gothamed <laughs> <laughs> is that a, is is that a new adjective gothamed, gothamed. yeah is that's that, what is, i mean i just that right? made it adjective that's a descriptive word so yeah yeah i i gotta agree i mean yeah. it's 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 I I, I, am, I I went in not really expecting to enjoy it, and I was floored. I mean, yeah. all the, Amy, I agree with you on Amy Acker. She's great. I loved her in Person of Interest. Yep, I was a huge I mean, fan of her on Angel. I mean, that's where I first saw her. I, I, was, I wasn't a... You know, she was part of the Whedonverse. So. I wasn't a Josh Whedon fan, so I really didn't know she was... She was in those shows, so, yeah. But I, I, I caught her on uh, Person of Interest, and I and loved it. Fantastic on that show, yes. absolutely fantastic. It, she was, she was fantastic playing Wu. Yeah. I loved her. Uh, and and I mean, the, yeah. But this show is, and I, I mean, it's been a while since I followed the the you know the Marvel mutant end of the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, yeah, with with knowing you know with Warpath and Polaris and and and, and that, and hopefully we'll see other mutants that we that we really you know, no, and, and, and 
I think that can be, you know, the fact that the X-Men and the Brotherhood are missing, I think that's going to, that can play into the storyline with all of this. Yeah. In regards to, I mean, something to work, work towards, Mm -hmm. you know, where did they go? What happened? And at some point we find out and then part of the story can be, well, how do we get them back? Or we just have to become the new mutants. Quote, well, they already have that new, the new mutants. Yeah, in production. Yeah, so what was? Let's just wrap production. I think. Yeah. Well, what is the? Um, I'm trying to think now. What what other what other mutant groups were there? There was New Mutants, Generation X, Generation X. <laughs> they don't need to do that. No, well, thank you. Yeah. So, um, uh, X Factor. Well, X Factor was with X Force. Well, X Factor was. When X- the X-Men had gotten too old and they formed their own thing. Yeah, X-Factor was... It was Cyclops. That was and, Cyclops and Beast and, yeah. and Iceman and Gene. Because the X-Men were, you know, Kitty Pride and yeah, that, those basically. guys. Yeah, basically. It was the new generation. Right. The older guys were stepping aside for the, for the right. newer ones. Now, I'm wondering if you're not going to get uh, something similar to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, maybe they're not the X-Men. So, we're getting the X-Men in the movie world, and that's taking place in the late 80s. Maybe we're getting, and we're, you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe we're getting, maybe we're getting the new X Men. Yep, maybe. You know, no man. The uncanny X Men. We could be getting uncanny. The astonishing X Men. Could be the extraordinary X Men. We just naming all these. How many titles. adjectives There's can been we get? A lot of titles for X Men books. So, so <laughs> all right. So I, that's that's my thing. I think basically we're gonna see a new group of X Men. Yeah. Come up because maybe they're off in. Maybe they're in Australia in the outback with Gateway or something like that. Maybe, maybe. You, know? you know who I would still love to see in the X universe? Who's that? Longshot. Yeah, that would be I cool. I want to see Longshot. I would love to see Longshot on The Gifted. Mm-hmm. Well, that, I think, would be good. It's very possible. I think you're going to get a lot of uh, uh, middle-of-the-road characters from the X-Men universe and not the major players on here. Um, which I'm kind of cool with because, like I said, I'm enjoying it. I, yeah. I really like what they're doing with it. Brian Singer, um, you you made up for X Men Apocalypse. Oh God! Thank yeah. you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. It, I mean, I see where your focus was now, and it was not on that movie. It was on making a really well developed X Men TV show. Yes. And the X Men television shows are killing it. Um, the Gifted, I really like. I really enjoyed Legion. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. I, you know, I, I I didn't watch Legion. I really should. You should watch Legion. Should it is watch it. wacky and weird, yeah. and that is a show that you should watch, um, not with the kids. It is <laughs> okay. very is very mature. Well, I, I I I well, I mean, I don't know if I mean my my oldest watches Supernatural. I but it's probably on par with that. Yeah. Thing. Okay. So well, I'll I'll take a look at it and see. Okay. Man. So you I, you'll enjoy Legion. I didn't think I was gonna enjoy Legion, but. Man, that show why, was way, Why have way, we been so cynical good. lately with the X stuff? It's because we've been burned by Fox. It's because yeah. Fox gave us some pretty terrible X-Men movies, then gave us a couple good ones, and then gave us another terrible one, plus they gave us a terrible Fantastic Four reboot. Um, they just refused to listen to reason, and now I think they finally are. I think they're finally saying, like, we can do some fun stuff, we can develop some characters, but we have to kind of use what's in front of us. We can't just do what we want with them. So, right. you know, we have to we have to take the source material and develop that into something. Because right now, The Gifted seems like an offshoot what-if Marvel comic book to me of what happened if the Brotherhood and the X-Men got into a huge altercation and then suddenly vanished. Secret Wars! No. Yeah, maybe Secret Wars is happening. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my the god. The Beyonder came and took him away. Yeah. So there you go. Um Wow. I, I guess let's just like quick. Let's just talk about Supergirl and the Flash had their premieres. Yeah. Uh, I did not watch Legends, so we're going to skip that for right now. Yeah. Um, but Supergirl was back, um, kind of mopey. Um, but I thought it was a pretty good premiere, setting up some pretty cool stuff for uh, yes. for this season. Um, and that's all you can ask for Yeah. in one of these things. So who is that big villain going to be? And that woman woke up at the end of the episode, and there was like a banshee screaming at her. Yeah. Maybe she'll be Silver Banshee. Maybe. Ooh. Who knows? That would be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. And then, of course, The Flash made their big premiere. They had to bring Barry back from the Speed Force. Yep. Um, There was all this, you know, what happened to him in there? I, Who I, knows? I, I just, I would just like to say about The Flash, yeah. Danielle Panabaker's new look. Oh, it's much better. I'm... Uh, I'm all over down that. With the... I'm down with that. <laughs> I am Bartend- so... Bartender Caitlin is... But- you throw some Good to go. leather pants on her, man. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> all right. That sounds maybe really she can be bad, Black Canary. That sounds really. Oh, bad. they already That's, have one. Yeah, they already have one. But still, I yeah. mean, Danielle Panabaker is she's a beautiful woman. Absolutely. You know, and I, I, I don't know what it is. I just like seeing, you know, t-shirts, blue jeans. Mm-hmm. You know, made her seem a little uh, more normal, less stuffy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but then, then again, I mean, that was the character she played. So mm-hmm. there you go. Um, they get so they bring Barry back from the Speed Force. Yeah. What happened to him in there? You got this samurai robot. Um, so yeah. what was that at the end of Flash? I have no idea what that was, and maybe I'm just being a bad comic book geek at this point for not knowing what that was. But when that when those people were like the samurai worked as planned and everything, so is this guy playing with time or reality or something like that where he needs the Flash to come back? It was nice to see. Not a speedster right. could possibly be the villain. Right. So uh, that that's refreshing. Yeah. Um. I actually looked it up to see. Uh. I because I couldn't recognize the character. Now I can't remember the name. And it the is villain. from the comics. It is from the comics. Okay. It's not one of the. Yeah. Definitely not one of the speedsters. Obviously. Yeah. Um. I, they wanted to kind of get away from that kind of thing. Yep. Um. Which is great. I would love to see the Flash because he's more of a thinker, one of those cerebral villains. Yep. So now Barry's going to have to kind of change his tactics mm-hmm. in regards to he can't, you know, running really fast is not going to get him out of every situation. He's got to think his way out of some of them. Um, so this is definitely good. Uh, I, I mean, I thought he was um, uh, who's the who's the other time traveler, the ma- the other um, guy in the DC universe. Uh, oh, I can't remember. He was in Justice League. I don't remember. I know Justice League cartoon. I know who you're talking and, about. Yeah. Metri- Metreon or something. Oh, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Metron or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was him cuz his chair looked very similar to what, you know, the they had in in the animated Justice mm-hmm. League. So I'm thinking, really? No, time me. time guy? Okay. And then I went and looked it up to make sure and was like, nope. That's not him. Well, I know the crossover event was released, and it is going to be like a crisis yes. on multiple Earths or something like that. Yep. So there's going to be like a crisis-type comic, and they're going to have everybody involved again, which is going to be so cool. So we're probably going to see like everybody jumping from Earth to Earth to Earth, hopefully, right. and, and kind of... And I think that this guy, this guy from Flash has to be somewhat involved in that. Yeah. Has to be. I mean, because I haven't... I mean, because right now Arrow is still dealing with... With the island blowing up. We haven't seen that. When we're recording this, Arrow is on yeah. tonight, so Arrow we haven't is, seen yes. it yet. Arrow is on at 8 o'clock tonight. Is right now coming up on 12 noon, so we still have about eight hours to go. Okay. Um, 
So yeah, uh, I so far I'm I'm down with it. Uh, I did watch uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yep, and good. It was Legends of Tomorrow. I like Legends of Tomorrow though. Yeah. I think it's wacky. I can. I, I like that. I, I'm kind of getting the impression that these guys are like the comic relief more than anything. Yeah. And I just and I feel like well wait a minute here Firestorm was never a comic relief. He is now. Neither was the Atom. Yeah. You know. No, I just like it's that just, it's kind of become a. Uh, it's just it that to me right there. It's just a good. It's just fun. Yeah. Sci-fi. Yeah. That's what I look at it as. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's like, you know, your goofy second cousin. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. I'll probably watch that, um, at some point today. It was, it was, it was okay. I mean, but that's part of the reason why I kind of didn't finish watching season two. Yeah. I liked, I liked season two. I liked, I like Legends of Tomorrow. It's probably one of my favorites. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna commit to watching it more this year. Mm-hmm. So. Um, get more into it, and hopefully, yeah, you know, because they they just kind of lost me there on mm-hmm. the second season. That's okay. But what? Yeah, what are we'll you going to do? Back. I'm trying to think what else um, is is going to be going on. We got Thor Ragnarok coming up next uh, month. Yeah, and Justice uh, League, Justice League, um, Stranger Things on Netflix at the end of this month on Halloween. Yeah. Yep. Which is going to be good. I love Stranger Punisher Things. at some point. Punisher it, it, this year. Right. This year. So I'm thinking, you know, I think November for Punisher. You thinking? I, I, I think kind it's going to coincide with Thor. Just kind of give a one, two. I think punch. it'll be uh, Thor Ragnarok. And then actually I wouldn't put it past Marvel if they released it on November 17th to compete with uh, Justice League. You think? <laughs> I think they totally do that. Oh. 100%. Ooh. Then Battle of the... Ooh, it's kind of like when I think that happened with with uh, with Daredevil, <coughs> Daredevil season two premiered at the same time as uh, when Batman versus Superman came out, same release day. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, but the thing is, I mean, you can get, I mean, Netflix, you can whenever. Right, I know, but I think it's funny when they do it anyway. <laughs> Let's just I tick them off. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's I think that's all we got. I mean, the world of geek is strong right now. It, it is the, and we've the force is up. strong and everything's going yeah. good. So I think um, I think we can call it. Yeah, I at, think this at, was at, at this point. So, yeah, um, on one. <laughs> <laughs> I like live. that. This is what you do with live radio, yeah. baby. <laughs> uh, all right, but that's yeah, that's gonna wrap it up for this episode of uh, Geek Show. And uh, you know, for myself and BJ, thanks for listening. And remember. Subscribe on YouTube, our YouTube channel, uh, Geek Show. You can find it if you Google it. We don't, we don't have enough subscribers, so we can't have a custom URL. Not yet. Which is kind of sad. But we'll Facebook, definitely. Twitter, Geek Show Radio, all of that. You can find us, Podcastpedia, iTunes, iHeartRadio app. Thank you, sir. There you go. That's what you do. All right. Stay geeky. Bye.